0: hello hello my loves welcome back to the podcast i am back and i'm here with a new topic i know that for the past couple weeks we have focused on freedom from sexual sin and it has been a great series i absolutely loved it and i hold such passion for it because i do know that so many of our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ are struggling with that sin, with all of those sins, anything around lust, the enemy tends to tie us in this chain that seems too strong to be set free from. But God is the one and only who has the key. So I am so, so happy that we were able to go in depth into how to find freedom from lustful addictions so if you still have not listened to that i welcome you to go right ahead and i pray that god continues to glorify himself through that series so today we are going to be jumping into our new series titled deeper this is going to be a four weeks series that will be focused on the four stages for growth in relationship with God today we are starting with deeper in his love and we will progress into deeper in trust passion and discipline I want to explain why I found that it was most important to start with his love rather than something like trust or passion if we look back at all of these stages you need to have a firm foundation in love if you lack in discipline it means you're lacking in appreciating his love if you're lacking in passion it means that you're lacking in accepting his love if you're lacking in trusting him there's a lack in understanding his love and if you lack of love it's most likely that You're lacking in feeling His love. So I feel like that we can clearly see that love comes first, before the trust, before the passion, and before the discipline. You have to do more than know His love, but you must be completely consumed by it so you can pursue everything else. There are so many christians who can't move forward into intimacy with god and they face this constant back and forth because they have not accepted god's love they walk in this trapped cycle because they don't know or trust his grace which we will learn it is a form of his love they want relationship with no trials little do we know the things that God allows into our lives, it is a form of his love. Or people just do not feel committed enough to pursue intimacy with God. That means they're lacking in passion, which shows us that they're lacking in accepting his love. So this series will help you gain understanding of all of these things and successfully grow closer in intimacy with our God so here's your first question do you understand his love society itself has belittled the standard of love so much that when people walk into relationship with God all they need to hear is that God loves them and they're sold this is due to the fact that their definition of love is what society has given them. So they assume that God will provide them with that same type of love, a love that is all about acceptance. Therefore, when they walk into relationship, not knowing that his love is defined by him and not us, due to the lack of knowledge, they become lost or confused. And since they walked into the relationship without knowledge of what his love really is, one of three things occur. One, they just know about his love but have not accepted any more than that. Therefore, they don't use that love to glorify God, but instead they use it to glorify their sin. Two, since they haven't felt his love to the greatest extent, they don't see intimacy with God as valuable. The idea of intimacy sounds nice, but it also sounds like too much of a sacrifice. Or three, they think they understand God and his expectations, but they haven't fully accepted his love. Relationship with God is really relationship with their own expectations now this is not like oh you either fall into one of these three categories this is just very very common for many believers to fall into when they don't fully understand or accept the love of god what i want us to see is that walking into relationship with god without completely taking in his love will lead you to not knowing who he truly is therefore you either deceive yourself with your own idea of god or you end up giving up and pursuing more with him in relationship this shows us that knowing his love is not enough but instead allowing his love to consume who we are and accepting it can change everything So that is our intro for this new series. So I'm going to pray and then we'll jump right into the word. Father God, I thank you for blessing us with this time. I thank you for giving us such an amazing topic. At the end of all the trials and tribulations, as much as we may get caught up in our problems in our lives, allow us to see that your love comes first remind us constantly of why your love is our foundation father I ask that you simply be here as we open our minds our hearts and our ears to listen to what you have to say today about your love father God we are open-hearted and we simply are ready to receive the comfort, the conviction, the guidance, and the freedom that you hold for us, Father God. We love you, and we know that you love us too, Father. Thank you for being the glorious God that you are, and in Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So, today's verse is Micah chapter 6, verse eight. 8 and it says "Know, O people the lord has told you what is good and this is what he requires of you to do what is right and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your god now fun fact that this verse is actually featured in the poem that i'm going to read to you in just a second And what I love so much about it is that it's one simple verse that literally, completely explains what we need to pursue throughout our Christian lives, throughout our lifestyles. All God requires of us is to do what is right. So if we know what is right, do that. To love mercy, to appreciate his grace and take it in and use it for our good, and to walk humbly with our God, to walk with a heart that is vulnerable to his presence, to always be ready to receive your God. So that is what we're going to do today. I'm going to read the poem that is titled His Love, and this was written last summer around the time that I was finally beginning to understand his love and take it in and finally allow it to be of benefit towards my life and my spiritual intimacy with God. So let's jump right into this poem titled His Love my blood pumps through my heart yet i feel no life in me the air i breathe in causes me pain within every organ of my body the bones i once depended on to keep me stable and balanced when i stood were now too weak to even get me out of my resting place my resting place was no longer a peaceful place All I did was sit still while arrows were shot at every part of my mind, heart, and soul. I allowed it because maybe every bit of pain I was receiving was what God had for me. Maybe this is the battle I was hearing about, the battle I must fight against. I chose not to fight back, which turned my battle into an attack. I realized while coming close to my death, that I had misunderstood God, because to me his voice was unrecognizable. It was my fault that I allowed those arrows within me to leave so much damage. Was it too late? Did I miss my chance? I deceived myself. I thought I knew him, but I don't. How could I think that this pain was his love? I knelt before this incredible God that I had heard about, and with every weak bone, every hole in my heart, and all damage that surrounded my overwhelming thoughts, I screamed his name, Jesus. Within the flood of my tears, this unknowable warmth came over me. It felt like I was being held, yet it wasn't a type of hug we feel in flesh. It was in the air all around me. I didn't have words. This merciful, glorious God, who I clearly did not know, knew every part of me. He knew the sin those arrows left attached to my heart. He knew what I went to when I needed fulfillment. He knew the brokenness that was left in me when I was a child. Yet he also knew my heart before those arrows. He recognized my heart when I couldn't. And it was the same heart he physically repaired years ago. He knew my future and told me who he saw when he looked at me. He reminded me of who I could become if I followed him. All I had to do was surrender my addictions, my habits, my past, my mindset, my whole heart, and my time. It took me a while to surrender what I thought was too much to let go of i do live in a world surrounded by people who motivated me to go back to my brokenness and they constantly tried convincing me that i could feel the same warmth through this world but the warmth that i had felt that one night i called his name was sewn into my memory i couldn't feel loved through those arrows because his love was beyond any temporary love i had ever felt before I had never seen anyone love me so much that they waited patiently for me to surrender everything. I didn't have to be perfect to talk to him or hear him. I could come to him with every one of my trust issues and give him a little bit of my time and he saw that as worthy. He held me when I cried and waited days to hear from me again. How could someone love me so much when all I did was take advantage of His grace and love? How could He love me so much even though I constantly talked badly about myself, His creation? All He did was give me reassurance I needed but didn't deserve. Through all my back and forth, He waited with arms wide open. This process opened my eyes to how loving He really is. He had so much to offer, so I finally let go, and I let him take me down a path that had my name on it. Every inch of concrete had a word that described me. I was overwhelmed with his love. He then told me that he had a gift for me, and he gave me the Holy Spirit. This beautiful spirit would guide me, and it truly did. It gave me wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and fear of God. I was taught how to express my love to God and respect him through my lifestyle. He then told me to call him Father. I said, Father, how can I repay you? All he asked for was to do what is right, to love mercy and walk humbly with your God. I told him, I meant how do I repay you for forgiving me and giving me another chance? And he reminded me, There is no payment, because he chose to send his son to die for my sins, so I was given a clean sleep. This is love. Love is sacrifice. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or rude. Love does not demand its own way. Love keeps no record of your wrongdoing. Love does not give up, and love endures through every circumstance. God is love. Once you've experienced his love, everything comes with it. Obedience, living respectfully, reaping the fruits of the spirit. His word becomes part of who you are. His guidance and love never leaves. If you feel like you can't breathe, he'll breathe life into you. If you feel worthless, he'll give you reasons why he thinks you're worthy. If you've chained yourself to things of this world, he has the key to set you free. Call his name and he will find you. You are his child and he is your loving father for eternity. And that is the end. So, through this poem, what do we know about how God chooses to love us? i'll give you six examples that were simply found through the poem through all of our back and forth he waits patiently for us he gives us a gift which is the holy spirit he gives us his presence which is unlike anything else he gives us open opportunity to seek him he knows us more than we know ourselves and he is always listening for our call. I do want to make a side note. Knowing these things should not motivate us to take advantage of God because although he is merciful and loving, he is also very intelligent and he knows your intention. This should motivate us to want to do better and be as genuine as possible and learn to trust in his mercy like it said in the last few sentences of the poem once you've experienced his love everything comes with it obedience living respectfully and reaping the fruits of the spirit based on my personal experience in relationship with god my desire to obey what he has asked of me has grown so much i choose to try every day to live respectfully for him while allowing him to shed light through me. I feel motivation for this because I recognized and accepted the love he held for me which boosted my love for him. This poem was written from the perspective of my own growth and realizations. The beginning described my state of depression, then my desire to know God This led to my encounter with him. I tried to describe the abundant love and forgiveness I felt when I finally took initiative to know more about God. Then at the end, I don't know if you could tell, but the point of view changed. I went from speaking about myself to speaking to the audience. This is representation of what it feels like to be consumed by God's love. You should know accept absorb and pass on his love now the difficult part does not seem to be knowing his love because it's a simple first step we can all look at God's love and appreciate how beautiful it is it's really the next step which is accepting his love I like to look at the words accept and remember side by side because when we accept god's love it's not a one-time thing it's meant to be a daily renewal of your heart it's something that we have to remember daily because this can change everything within your relationship with god because you won't hold the same shame you held yesterday just like he won't give you the same mercy he gave you yesterday this is true love normally If you told a human being you were not going to do something that bothers them and you accidentally do it and they forgive you because, you know, it's the first time you asked for forgiveness. So all is well, but then you do it another four times and every single time you go to them and ask for forgiveness and every single time they lose more and more trust that they put in you before. So they begin to get annoyed and most likely will no longer trust you or abandon you. But that's how humans are. That's how we are as flesh. Yet God is a God of love who is willing to help you every single time and he provides you with a new mercy, new grace. That literally means that maybe that guilt that you feel when you're asking for forgiveness with god you're like oh god you must be so annoyed with me but he's like but the mercy that i gave you yesterday when you sinned is not the same mercy that i'm giving you today it's brand new so he's not sitting there just annoyed and over it he's waiting so that he can comfort defend judge counsel love and free you his love is absolutely incredible so as we enter this intimacy with god we need to be open-hearted to letting him unbind us from the limits of worldly love so he can provide us with the love that he wants to give us so as we allow him further into our hearts we need to be willing to simply receive who he is this is the first step before we go into trusting him becoming passionate for him and the mission or accepting his love through discipline we need to set a firm foundation of who god is and how he loves when we look back at our verse today it says this is what he requires of you to do what is right to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. We cannot just hop into trying to do what is right if we don't love our God. He is our only strength and motivation. Accepting his love will help you do what is right, love mercy, and walk humbly with him. If you want to know your God and know his love, I can't show you anything other than his word and my own personal encounters that's why i showed you guys the poem from today because it was just something so personal and it described a very intimate moment where i finally surrendered myself and i had a beautiful encounter with him so i'm able to share that with you and i'm able to share his word with you but if you want to learn more which there is no way that you can learn all about god simply through the things that i tell you because he reveals himself every day and it's a beautiful beautiful thing because he is a incredible mystery somehow he has all these qualities that are just beyond description And it's something that you have to experience or encounter on your own. This is not something that I can just tell you all about. Because when learning about his love, it's motivated through other people's stories. I know that I craved to know God through the testimonies of other people. And I began reading his word and it really moved me to finally pray but the minute I began praying I discovered what real communication was like with God and I discovered how he spoke and it was just completely beyond what someone could have told me so what I'm trying to say is that take this with you His word is who he is. But at the end of the day, when it comes to your intimacy with him, you need to connect in prayer. There is no step by step in prayer. There is no specific prayer that you have to say over and over again, literally communicating with him and learning to listen, let it be an actual conversation, a back and forth, allowing him to talk and you to talk. It's something that is just so powerful. It allows you to form this very close connection with the God who is literally above us. It's crazy. So I ask that you guys open the door to prayer, get to know him, speak to him. That's the only way you can become intimate with him i know that there are many christians out here who don't feel intimate with god because they aren't praying they aren't reading the word as much so they choose to make the gospel pretty like you know they come up with like little habits to help them feel like they're close to god but at the end of the day they lack genuine intimacy with him and it's something that we all need so this was my little side note to please 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 go pray go pray to your God you don't understand the power of prayer I feel like we as flesh really tend to belittle the power within prayer we need to fight for prayer the enemy hates it when you pray that's why you feel lazy to pray like he literally knows how powerful it is and the connection that you end up forming with your father's presence never forget these encounters and again the power within your prayer so when we go into his word I ask that you guys look up the following verses. They are all in Psalm, Psalm 27, Psalm 91, Psalm 103, Psalm 139, and Psalm 145. They are all beautiful Psalms that really express who God is and how he loves. So if you need a reminder, go right back to those chapters and look in the entire word of God because you know what the whole word of God is powerful I just did not want to give every single verse that I could or every chapter that I could those are my personal favorite Psalms because it just describes God on another level and I love it so much so as we were saying you will not grow if you don't consistently remember the god you serve and how he loves you you won't be able to hear his voice or feel his presence if you aren't constantly seeking him every single day and attempting to fall deeper in love with him every single day setting a firm foundation knowing his love, accepting it, absorbing it into your heart and mind, and releasing it onto others. Calling for him and being bold, because we're given the right to be. He literally tells us through Paul to be bold. As believers, we were given this right, that we're able to now call out to God right now, you know before they had to go through a prophet to be able to even talk to god before jesus there were believers who had to literally go to a prophet they had to find someone who was connected to god and through that prophet they were able to speak to god they weren't even allowed to go into the temple at times so Why are we wasting time when we're able to call out to him right now in our room? It's crazy to me because I think back to the word of God, where we learn that Christians, believers like Paul, all of the disciples, they fought for the gospel. They fought so hard because they had so much faith. And we live in such a faithless generation who does not appreciate the love and mercy that god has given us so we need to take the authority that we've been given and use it wisely learn more about him fall in love with your father we need to do so much more we need to do more than just see him as god keep him as this superficial relationship that he's like our side piece we need to learn to depend on him To completely fall utterly in love with Him. This is supposed to be relationship. We can't let ourselves run in this broken spiritual cycle and lose the chance to getting to know Him, to learning His love, and representing this incredible God. Because this is our call. This is the gospel. We're supposed to get to know Him, learn more about Him, absorb everything that he's willing to give us and become so overwhelmed with it that we feel nothing but to be compassionate to others and give his love out. This is the gospel and we're meant to always preach about his name boldly because he boldly claimed us as his children. So this is a temporary place to stay before we spend eternity with our God. So guys, don't waste any more time. Accept the mercy and grace he has provided you so you can choose his call for you over this boring life here on earth. I want more for you, and I know God wants more from you. More of your time, dedication, love, passion, and care. I pray that you all want that too. Therefore, let his love consume you seek him more i can only tell you so much but you must take initiative if you desire more for your relationship with him take this with you and use it to your benefit so you can grow your strong foundation in his love my goodness i pray that you guys take this with you these words are not my own and I cannot express enough the passion I feel towards others because I want everyone to experience the encounters that I have experienced with God. Guys, I can't express into words how incredible, how incredible He is. His presence is, oh my goodness, I feel such peace. I feel love. I feel joy all at once. And there are so many believers who haven't even felt his presence yet. And they claim his name, but they have not felt his presence yet. And they say they know him, but they have not even heard his voice. And I need you guys to try to get up to stop being lazy and getting so easily worked up and just giving up when God wants more for you and he wants more with you. He wants to provide you with this love. He wants you to not just know about it and enjoy the idea of it, but he wants you to completely take it in so that you can represent who he is and allow his light to shed right through you so i pray that you guys take this with you and that you fall in love with your god you have opportunity now and you know what one of the biggest lies that the enemy gives you is that you have time let me tell you right now you don't have that much time we live in the end times we are living in the end times i don't know if you guys see but we're literally watching prophetic word come to life. We're watching the things that were written in the Bible happen in real life. Meaning that we do not have time to just sit here and wonder what it would be like to be close to God, what it would be like to know his presence, to recognize his voice, to hear him, to have real encounters with him in the middle of the night to have dreams to have visions we need to desire these things and if you are already a believer but you feel like you just want more you have opportunity and access to get more his love needs to be your foundation because that is the only thing that will keep us firm at the end of the day, as we build higher up into intimacy with him. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you for being faithful. I thank you for just speaking the words that you wanted to speak. I thank you God for your faithfulness because I felt you and I know that you are here with me right now. I know that you are with those who are listening and I ask God that you just be there and you be ready to provide our listeners with your love. We know that you are a merciful God. We know that you are a God who carries the intention of freeing us that you are a God who actually loves us and cares about us, that you are the one and only God who wants to spend eternity with your children. So Father, today I ask that those who have opened their hearts to your word, that they are able to meet with you, that they are able to find you and understand you and completely accept who you are. I pray that they are able to put you in the correct place in their lives, that you no longer are just God, but you are Father, you are healer, you are provider, you are our best friend, and you are our first love. Father God, I thank you for just being the God who is above everything. We love you. We trust you, and we cannot wait to continue to go deeper into relationship with you, Father. Thank you, God, for being the God that you are, and in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. My goodness, guys, I literally, while speaking, I just felt the presence come over me. That was absolutely incredible. I just love 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 speaking about his love and his presence because you know what people forget about it too easily we get so caught up in our problems in the trials and tribulations of life that we really forget that God's love needs to be our foundation it is the one thing that we're able to go back to when we're falling apart it is the one thing that keeps us strong when we are losing trust, passion, or the strength to confront the discipline. So I thank you all for listening. And I really, really pray that you guys have received something in this moment. I love you all so much. And I cannot wait to get into next week's topic, which is titled Deeper in Trust. So I pray you guys have an amazing rest of your day or amazing rest of your night. And I will see you guys next week.